at that particular season, something was growing in Mayapur that in the middle of the night, one night, I had a severe asthma attack. And I really could not breathe. And at that time, I didn't have appropriate medicines. And I was literally on the verge of death because I just couldn't breathe due to the asthma, some allergy reaction. And I remember throughout the whole night, and this went on for several nights, Bhakti Charu Maharaj would stay up with me and sit right next to me. And there wasn't much he could do medically because we didn't have any proper medicines. Whatever he had, he would give me, but nothing was working, but he would just be there with me. And I would tell him, please go back to your translations. Please go back to your taking rest. Don't stay up. There's nothing you could do. And I would be, you know, hardly able to breathe. And he would just have tears in his eyes, just looking at me with so much compassion. He said, no, I, I'm here with you. I'm here with you. And he would just sit with me all night through these asthma attacks. And I understood what, what is devotee care? We speak about devotee care, but in devotee care, we could make many strategies which are very important, and we can make many policies which are very important. But what really gives life to all of these things is when we really care in the core of our heart when we really care about devotees. And here, Bhakti Charu Maharaj, he was guru, he was GBC, he was one of Prabhupada's inner circle intimate associates, and yet in a little me, he was sitting beside me, you know, all night, for several nights, just, just praying for me and chanting for me and trying to help me. I, I learned much from that experience. It was, when I think back, it was a challenge, but it's one of those situations where even a great crisis was an opportunity to grow and to learn. And in this sense, I really, I, I could see the idea of devotee care. I could see the compassion of a Vaishnava for another fallen soul. What, what it could really be like. And that was beautiful. And of course, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, he, either he himself would cook or he would have devotees who he trained cooking. And every day for lunch in Mayapur, and this was there for every year, he would always have, invite God brothers and God sisters and other devotees to come and join him for very, the most incredible prasad. And he insisted that I stay with him every year for all the meetings and for the whole festival and whenever I was in Mayapur. And I did it for several years, but then I was thinking that he, he's extending himself so much, but, you know, I'm intruding in his, in, in, in his life by by being here in the same room with him. So I expressed that to him 
So he gave me a little room next to his. But then what happened is when I was in the room next to him the next year, he was always coming to the room. What do you need? How can I serve you? He was always sending his people. And I, I didn't want to be a burden. So then I decided to get a little room, a simple little room in the Gada building in Sri Mayapur. And Bhakti Charu Maharaj, he, he, in his transcendental Bengali motherly affection, he, he seemed so sad. Why are you moving to the Gada building? You should stay with me. And I said, Maharaj, you know, I, I need to give you your own space. And he said, no, no, I want you. But I remained in the Gada building. But still, you know, how many times he would invite me for lunch prasad and, and the world's best prasad. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.